G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, we've been talking a lot about the God Revolution. It's a part of Australia for Jesus. It's a campaign that's looking to raise up 10,000 soul winners. And before you tune out and say, well, that's not me because I'm not a soul winner, it may well just be you who is in the limelight here for when it comes to getting prepared to do something significant in the kingdom of God. Tony McLennan is the spearhead behind the God Revolution, Australia for Jesus. He's back with us today to talk about some of the momentum that's gathering. Hello, Tony. Welcome back to 2020. Well, thank you for bringing me on the program now. Very good. Tony, we've been getting some regular updates, and some of those updates have been about nuts and bolts things. And I wanted to pick up on something very significant today, because for so many people, over many, many years, there will have been lots of prayers for revival in Australia. And all of a sudden, you're feeling this calling that says, I need to get together 10,000 soul winners and get real momentum happening with the way that we might win the nation for Christ. Uh, let me just get a quick update on your 10,000. Uh, how are numbers going? You're adding daily. Yes, indeed. Uh, since we last spoke, Neil, we're well over the 3,000 mark. And uh, some of our material, the God Revolution materials, had 100,000 views uh, from people who have been looking at it all over Australia and in New Zealand and elsewhere. All right, so we've got 3,000 plus, and I'm sure that in your plan, you'd like to see that number continue to climb, although you do have some phases that you're working through, and and this is part of the momentum as well. You've been through phase one, you're into phase two. How are things going with your phases? Well, bear in mind, we've only been at it for nine months, and if you take out the holiday period of December, January, you can say seven months net. So we're actually in the first phase, which is really the launch phase. And now we're about to move into another phase where we have uh, increasing intensity uh, associated with what we call the Way of Life campaign. Uh, The Way of Life campaign is designed to uh, have teams of people go out on the streets uh, through meetups and through uh, church-sponsored events and actually engage with people with the gospel using a, a, a very, very elegant and simple and easy to use presentation of the gospel off your mobile phone. And that's accompanied by a number of other bells and whistles that people can use in order to make sure that the person who's responded to the message uh, receives a letter and a copy of the presentation and that there's able to be maintained con- connection between the soul winner and the person that they've shared the gospel with. And so that's, this is that's all rolling out now, Neil. Uh, this is where the real momentum is, isn't it? Because so many people are, uh, you know, on one hand addicted to their mobile phone, but what you've done is you've created an opportunity for people who love their mobile device and continually sharing things with one another. It becomes a natural part of what you might do in your regular conversations to be able to now share the gospel. Uh, exactly. And uh, what makes that uh, super exciting is that people who have never, ever 
uh, led anyone to the Lord before are finding people are coming to Christ as they view the mobile phone, as they see the presentation, as they begin to understand as God opens their hearts. There are quite a significant number of people who are praying uh, the sinner's prayer and coming to faith. And uh, over a period of four fortnights, we did two-hour sessions in Chatswood Mall in Sydney, Hill. And during that time, we would have uh, seen about 90 actual presentations, uh, possibly a few more partial presentations given by people who basically had very little experience in sharing the gospel. And during that time, uh, we accounted for about 35 people who wanted either further information or, for the most part, had prayed sinner's prayer. This was remarkable in terms of actual outcomes and uh, that's excited a number of other people around the nation because as we've reported on these things, people realise that a new mood is breaking through, I believe, uh, caused by God's Holy Spirit who's awakening people and we're on the early cusp of what could be a, a very extensive revival of faith in the nation. I know others are doing other things on other fronts and they're seeing uh, a real receptiveness, a real uh, openness to the gospel, and we're seeing the same thing. So this is very exciting, and people are popping up on, on emails to me every day saying they want to be able to take the gospel to the streets. Who can they join up with? How can they connect? And so a coordinative work is beginning, Neil. Well, I'm not a maths genius, Tony, but even I can say that as you talk about those numbers, you've got a strike rate of one in three. That's so oh, that's exciting. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Neil, about one in every five people you meet is ready to have a conversation about Jesus. And of those people, probably one in three will pray the sinner's prayer. Now, how many people are actually converted amongst them? It's not that easy to tell. Uh, Sometimes I have found that some months later, conviction grows and people end up in a church. But the word of witness is essential to get that process starting. And in other cases, people are able to ring people and connect with them and and further the relationship and invite them to churches. So that's another dimension. But we're also able to send people a letter. And so we're doing all we can to close the loop so that the individual is appropriately helped to begin their newly acquired faith and step into a walk with the Lord. Uh, Let me ask you about some of the momentum activities. And I've got a little list that I've got in front of me. You've got church-based training. You've got training on websites. You've got prayer for souls, connecting with the Australia for Jesus network. You've got cafe meetups. You're meeting with pastors, bringing others to Jesus seminars and workshops, special campaigns and one-on-one training. As the momentum continues to kick in, all of these processes become very valuable, Tony. Oh, indeed. If I was to take uh, a gentleman by uh, Russell up there in Cairns, for example, now he'd never led anyone to the Lord before, and uh, he's just recently retired. He's about 64 years of age, so I've taken a bit of an early retirement, and uh, a technician, but sort of not really that out there in terms of actually sharing his faith. He's taken the way of life on the streets and he's reported two or three decisions here and there uh, in a relatively short period of time with people. There are a lot of tourists in Cairns and people have been open enough to allow him to share the gospel and they've responded accordingly. That's pretty exciting for him. And he's so keen that he's now wanting to organise, when I'm taking uh, some time in Townsville in early July, he's wanting to organise for me to come up to Cairns 
and go out in the streets with a group as well as uh, do so, uh, bring others to Jesus Seminar. So these are the sort of things that kindle momentum. You get someone who says, I can do this or God's blessing my efforts. Will you come over and help us? And then we can expand the work accordingly. I was just off the phone to a man in, in Perth. He says that it's, uh, I, I, I used to go out in the streets from time to time and so I could link him up with another soul winner so together they could actually form a team and go out with four or five or ten people. Uh, in Chatswood, we saw and have seen over the last uh, four fortnights, that's an eight-week period, we've seen a group of five grow to 12 to grow to 20, and that's, that's considerable. And, and that group of 20 combined six churches, and they're wanting to do things in their own church as well. So there's quite a degree of excitement developing already now. Tony, oftentimes we think of people who evangelize as lone wolves, people doing their own thing and sometimes even detached from what their pastor is doing by way of work in the community. But you've got this formation of not just people on their own, but people in twos and, as you say, up to 20 people. This sort of coordination, this really does show true momentum, doesn't it? Well, if we're going to have a God revolution, we're going to have a spiritual uprising, so to speak. Not one that's damaging, but one, of course, that brings the message of love and hope into people's lives. And you've got to do that together. And, uh, you know, I, I don't despise the, the, the evangelist that will go off by himself or herself and actually uh, reach out to people. I think that's got its place. But, of course, a lot of people like to do things in groups. You go down to the gym, some people like to work out in groups. Well, I think a lot of people like to witness in groups as well and feel that they're part of something. And what's more, when you do that, uh, people see that there are more than there's more than one lonely soul involved, and that in itself is quite encouraging to see that there's this movement developing here and there. I remember 2nd of December last year just having a meet-up in Collins Street in Sydney, just that we met up in Melbourne, rather. We met up at the Scots Church, went down to a cafe. We had about 12 people, and as we went on the streets together, there are people getting very excited about the fact that they could actually share the gospel clearly and with a degree of uh, a degree of uh, persuasion, and at the same time that people were getting it. So that was that was pretty exciting, and for them, it takes them into another dimension of activity. I remember last time we were talking, you were talking about three Ps: uh, those who can pray, those who can present the gospel, and those who can parent new believers. Because one of the scary things, of course, with evangelism is that when you do make a presentation, say on the street. And someone says, yes, I would like to invite Jesus into my heart. Then the next step is to, in fact, parent or, uh, in fact, disciple that new believer. And this is part of your campaign as well, not leaving people out, but recognizing there's a special parenting that needs to happen within the local church for people who make a decision for Christ. Yes, indeed. And initially, the soul winner, him or herself, has the job of that early stage parenting. That's uh, critical. And that's why we pr- provide means through forms that people can fill out simply online, capture a bit of data so that you can communicate by email or by voicemail or by, by phone with that individual. But then you can hand over some of that information to the local church so they can send out invitations to, to the individual as well. And so I think it becomes very much a team effort. The sole winner individually responsible for that early stage parenting of the new believer but the rest of the, the body of Christ gathering around that person and welcoming them into God's fellowship. And as for the praying part of it, we want everyone to pray for souls. And we want everyone to learn how to present the gospel. 
And we want everyone to be able to parent spiritually those who are coming to faith because those are all the things that Paul taught Timothy. And as a result, he went on to teach others also. And uh, that's how you get the multiplication impact uh, that we're so often hearing about. This is actually how it happens. And uh, one, one young gentleman who came to the Lord in my lounge room, he uh, I didn't even know he'd come to the Lord. The Holy Spirit had fallen upon him, and I was rabbiting on about something else, Neil. And uh, I discovered by his own account that the Lord had appeared to him just, just as I was speaking. And uh, so he had a radical change. His whole family, Neil, his whole family had come to Christ. And uh, he had you know, considerable uh, siblings and other connections in the family as well. So it wasn't just that there were one or two. There was quite a number of people who came to the Lord in his family. And this is what we'd expect to see. If there's a God revolution, if there's going to be an upswing, if we're talking momentum, we are going to see whole families coming to faith in Christ. Let me ask you about the resources that you've got, because uh, people need to be uh, encouraged and assured that the resources that they might access are in fact trustworthy. You wouldn't mind for people to take those resources and have the pastor run his eye or her eye across those to just make sure they're all fine? Well, our resources are probably the most examined resources that have ever been developed, Neil. Uh, They've been examined by some very conservative denominations and some very conservative pastors, and they've been readily admitted. They've been accepted in uh, any church you'd care to know. And they're very consistent with perhaps uh, Dr. D. James Kennedy's evangelism explosion uh, type of uh, presentation. And uh, so some of those things uh, were, of course, very well accepted by people in times gone by. And now this is an updated uh, type of presentation. So uh, people would have no trouble accepting what we're basically uh, suggesting or recommending in the way of life presentation and other things that are available. But essentially the presentation of the gospel it's all about helping the individual realise that they're whatever sinner, that they have no personal solution for that sin, that they need to have God's saving power exercised through the blood of Christ to cleanse them from all sin. Once having been cleansed, they can receive the Holy Spirit, who is eternal life, that comes to dwell within them, and then how they can have assurance of salvation and go on to love and serve the Lord joyfully. Those things are all built into the way of life, but also we have various follow-up things which we recommend to people as well. And when I mentioned the three Ps, you want prayers, presenters and parents for new believers. Let me talk about an extra dimension that I know listeners may be able to help with, and that is as momentum continues to grow, as the needs for Australia for Jesus, the God Revolution, continue to grow. Uh, how does the funding work? How are you uh, getting funded for some of the initiatives that you want to implement but you might not have the dollars to do yet? Uh, what can listeners do to support? Well, up to now, it's been the generosity of a few individuals that have kept us going, Neil, and there's been a considerable investment in this. Uh, but now we're in a position where we really need to raise about $50,000 to increase our development. There's a lot of travel involved. And uh, and so we're putting it out there for members of um, the body of Christ to uh, consider uh, joyfully of making a contribution. They can do so by going to australiaforjesus.org.au and just where it says make a donation, they can make a tax-deductible donation. And uh, that will really help us in the ongoing development. There's a lot to be done. Uh, and what we have done so far is quite meaningful, but to expand things, we need that extra bit of help. Well, exciting days ahead, Tony McLennan, and as we talked about now, numbers well over 3,000 
on the way to that 10,000 sole winner's goal. You're wanting to hear from people today. I'll point people to that website, australiaforjesus.org.au. That's australiaforjesus.org.au. Tony McLennan, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us again today on 2020. Well, thank you, Neil, and uh, it's been just a joy to be with you again on the program. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.